This is Tim Bryan, pastor of Lifeway Apostolic Church, and this is our podcast. Thank you for joining us today. My prayer is that this message will inspire, build your faith, and draw you closer to Jesus Christ. Enjoy this message. Hey, man, let's turn our Bibles today and... Um, I, uh, over the last perhaps few weeks, um, I have felt an urgency in my spirit um, for your soul. Um, And um, we're going to talk about what it takes not only to be saved, but to keep you out of the grasp of the devil's hand. And I think that's... Um, important to, to minister today. So um, we may treat this a little bit like a Bible study today. I may preach a little while. I may, I, I, we're just going to fill after the presence of the Lord. But I had a few scriptures here that I want to bring to your attention. If you want to uh, stand with me for the first uh, reading, that would be, be appropriate here today. Matthew chapter number three. If you are here Wednesday night, you're going to get part two of this. And, um, Let's just read the scripture here real quick. Matthew chapter number 3, verses 1 through 3. In those days came John the Baptist. Everybody say he was preaching. Preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, you know what? It just dawned on me. I feel like sometimes I'm preaching in the wilderness. And I'm, I'm not talking about the church. I'm talking about this world. This world is a wilderness. And there needs to be a loud voice in this world that's preaching repentance. The voice of repentance should not only be confined to the walls of the church. It should be preached in your home. And that does not require the pastor to come and preach it to you in your home. Stand at the counter, everybody sit, me take up an offering. The preaching of the repentance needs to be done in your home. And say, and repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, and for this is he that was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Let's read on maybe a couple more verses here. And the same John had his raiment of camel's hair and a leathern girdle about his loins, and his meat was locust and wild honey. Then went out to him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region around about, Jordan, and were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. Somebody say amen. Amen. You can be seated. Um, I failed to mention one other thing a moment ago, and um, we had another family recently uh, make our make Lifeway their home. This is Kelly and Ernie and Boger and their beautiful boy, Liam, and we're so thankful they are here and a part of Lifeway Apostolic Church. Let's give them a hand. I had that written down, but my, it slid below my Bible, so I, sorry about that. And um, so we're thankful they're here. They've been a great asset as well to the kingdom of God already, and uh, we're so thankful for them. Everybody say amen. I'm going to speak to you today with, I guess, a title, and I usually don't give titles, but in just for the um, recording purposes and for maybe your memory, I'm going to speak to you today about the light. Everybody say light. The light of repentance. 
the light of repentance. I was speaking on Wednesday night about repentance, about prepare ye the way of the Lord, and God's presence was here in a tremendous way, and I really feel as though that God had moved in that service in a, in a wonderful way, and, and I said at the end of that service, I felt an urge to preach and teach on repentance on Sunday, and uh, that had carried over Thursday night. I was up till 3 o'clock in the morning, and I went to bed a lot earlier than that, and this does not, I am not a, this person that God wakes up in the middle of the night all the time. That's just, God doesn't speak to me that way um, all the time. He does. But this night, I was in and out of sleep, and scriptures just became come to my mind throughout the night. Just every 30 minutes, God will wake me up with another scripture. And I would wake up, and it, another scripture would come. And God would wake me up again, and he says, this is something that needs to be shared. So, and I began to, he gave me pieces of what he wanted to me to share, and I had to fill in the blanks and begin to study some scripture and see how this all would come together and how the scripture would somehow come across. So this is something I've never necessarily preached before, so we're going to just kind of go through this scripture by scripture, if you will, and I'm going to preach to you about the light of repentance. Matthew chapter number 3. Verses 1 through 3, and I'm going to kind of reiterate something that I shared on Wednesday night. So those of you who are on Wednesday night, forgive me for just kind of resetting here just for a moment. The Bible says, in those days, John the Baptist preached in the wilderness of Judea, and he preached the, the, the message of repentance. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, that scripture can mean a lot of different things because we can say today that Jesus is coming. I said Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Whether you are ready or you are not, Jesus is coming. I'm going to say that again because I want this branded into your mind today. I want you to carry this home that Jesus is coming. We play and the kids play a game of tag, and they play hide-and-go-seek. How many has ever played hide-and-go-seek? And the person that has to count to whatever number they save, the 20 or the 50, and they'll say, ready or not, here I come. The Lord is trying to share with us today, whether you are ready or not, he has an appointed time. He is coming. There will be many, and I would say this, there will be many, that will not make it to heaven, whom we have deemed that already going to heaven. And there will be people that are in heaven that we have deemed have gone to hell. Because there are some aspects in walking with God that, that we don't understand the ways of the Lord into to the, past, to the, to, to the fashion that I don't believe. that Because the Bible says that His ways are above our ways. And his thoughts are above our thoughts. But there are some certain things that need to be preached in order for you to go to heaven. One of those items is what John the Baptist preached, and that is the gospel and the message of repentance. John preached repentance for two reasons. One, to prepare the way for Jesus. But in the second part of the scripture, we find in, uh, let's look it down to uh, verse number 7. 
We understand, and I highlight the early verses in Matthew that says that he is preparing for Jesus to come. But verse number 7 is, But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to the baptism, he said unto them, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come. So John the Baptist preached two things. One, that you need to repent, and then also to warn of the wrath to come. So it is up to me, and I believe John the Baptist preached it, and we talked about it on Wednesday night of all the different people that preached the message of repentance. But the message of repentance is to prepare us for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, but also to warn us of the wrath that will come if we do not repent of our sins. It's going to get a little bit deep in here. You better pull up your pants and your skirt just a touch. I'm going to preach. I might step on your toes just for a moment today, but I'm here to warn you of the wrath to come and the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. There is an old saying that says there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. To some the way is our to some the way your lifestyle is right now, you are on a way to hell and you're shunning heaven. Sometimes we can say heaven is to gain Heaven to gain and a hell to shun. But some of us have a hell to gain and we're shunning heaven. So what are you saying, Pastor? I'm preaching to today and I told you I'm going to get a little bit serious here today and a little bit in your face, if you will, spiritually. Some of you, devil is winning. In some homes, the devil is winning. In some lives, the devil is winning. Hear this pastor today with compassion and love for your soul to tell you every have a warning today that the devil is winning. If God would come right now, he would look in the doors in the home and the in the window of your heart to see who was winning the temptation of your soul. The temptations in this life are stronger than you can bear. The temptation of sin is great in your life. The temptation of falling prey and subject to this world is greater than you can do and handle upon your own. And you are exactly right. You say, Pastor, I can't carry this on my own. You're exactly right. You say, Pastor, I can't get out of this bondage by myself. And you're exactly right. I I can't seem to overcome these obstacles. And you're exactly right. But grace and mercy is supplied today. James chapter number 4. I want to give you a moment to turn there because there's some things in the scripture that I want to share with you here for a moment. James chapter number 4, verses number 1. We're going to read all the way through verse number 10, Zach. From whence come wars and fightings among you. God gave me a little bit of an insight into this scripture because the Bible says in that scripture, from whence come wars and fightings among you. I wonder if he was talking to a singular person, not to a group of people. I wonder if the, the word of God is twofold. And I know we can say, why are, there, uh, why are there fightings among you? And we think against two people. But what we got to understand, more so than anything else, there is a war and a fighting among your spirit and among your flesh. Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. From whence come wars and fightings among you? You need to examine your life. What are some things that are fightings that coming in my life? Come they not hence, even of your lust that war in your members. That means inside your being today, there is a war going on. 
There is a war for your soul that's going on here today. The Bible says in verse number 2, Ye lust and ye have not, ye kill and desire to have and contain or cannot obtain. Ye fight in war, yet ye have not, because ye ask not. Ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss. In other words, we pray selfishly that you may consume it upon your own lust. We want to be forgiven, so we look good to others around us. I'm here to tell you today, I need forgiven because I want to make heaven my home. I, I don't care what people think about me. I need the forgiving power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. In other words, it is enemy with God. You cannot make it to heaven if you are closer to this world than you are to the Lord Jesus Christ. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is an enemy of God. You do not think that the scripture saith in vain the spirit that dwelleth in the us lusteth to envy. But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giving grace unto the humble. Somebody say humble. We're getting somewhere here today. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to him. Or draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. What is he talking about, double-minded? And I will go back to from whence come wars and fightings among you. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. title of my message here today is the light. Everybody say the light. The light of repentance. There is a light here today that can lift you up. I said there is a light today that can lift you up. You see, repentance is a, is a type of turning away from the things that used to have you bound and turning to the Lord Jesus Christ because you cannot effectively turn from this world on your own. You need Jesus. I said you need Jesus to go to heaven. You need repentance in your life to make it to heaven. Psalms 119. And then, uh, Zach, we're going to do also Psalms 23 here in just a moment. But Psalms 119 and 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I have sworn and I will perform it that I will keep thy righteous judgments. I am afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according to thy word. Except I beseech thee the free will offerings of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me thy judgment. My soul is continually in my hand, yet do I not forget thy law. The wicked have laid a snare before me, yet I erred not from thy precepts. Thy testimonies have I taken as a heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. We're getting somewhere. Just follow along with me. I have inclined my heart to perform thy statues always, even until the end. I hate Vain thoughts. 
but thy law do I love. Thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope in thy word. Depart from me, ye evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of my God. This is David writing a psalm about the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, Depart from me, ye evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of my God. Uphold me according to thy word, that I may live. And let me not be ashamed of my hope. Hold thou me up. And I shall be safe, and I will have respect unto thy statutes continually. Thou hast trodden down all them that err from thy statutes, for their deceit is falsehood. Thou puttest away all the wicked of the earth like dross, therefore I love thy testimonies. My flesh trembleth for fear of thee, and I am afraid of thy judgments. Going back to verse number 105, thy word... Everybody say word. The word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now I want to just kind of stop here for a moment because the Lord woke me up in the middle of the night and began to share this scripture in light of Matthew 3 and Psalms 119 and Psalms 23, which we will get to in just a moment. And I begin to think about repentance and God began to share these scriptures with me another time and, and I begin to wonder how does this all work and what the Lord was sharing with me. How does is the, the word the lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path in light of the spirit and the heart of repentance. The Bible says the word is a lamp. The word, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. When I begin to pray the word of repentance, it becomes a light unto my path. I want you to get this here for a second. When I pray the word of God, the word of repentance, the word of saying, God, I am sorry. God, you have brought out in your word that I pray a word of repentance. And in that, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now, we visualize that sometimes as, as praying the word of God and as a lamp unto my feet. And that when I pray this way, that God, is my, my path is illuminated, therefore, I will not stumble and I will not fall and I'm not, I'm not going to say that that is wrong. That is exactly what that scripture also means. But I, the Lord began to deal with me about the spirit and the heart of repentance and when I pray the word of repentance it becomes a light not only to me but it becomes a light to God. I said it becomes a light to the presence of the Lord. Because the Bible says, say and repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And verse number 3, the last part of Matthew 3 and 3 says, prepare ye the way of the Lord. In other words, when I pray the word of repentance, not only am I preparing a way for me, but I am preparing a way for the Lord. I prepare the repentance of light unto my feet. So I want the Lord to see me for who I am, to see that I'm inviting his presence into my life. So the word and the light of repentance is not for us necessarily to see our way, but it's allowing the presence of God to see His way clearly into my life. The Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalms 23, Zach, the Lord is my shepherd. 
I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup, my cup runneth over. Here it is. Uh, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. How can surely goodness and mercy follow me? Because I have the light of repentance at my feet. You got to get this here for a moment. How can people walk in mercy? How can people walk in grace? And how can their light, their path be lit up? Because the, when I invite the presence and the light of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, and I have prepared a way for him to come, he goes through me and he goes behind me. He goes in front of me. He's beside me. So grace and mercy will follow me all the days of my life because I have a light of repentance at my feet. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me when it goes through repentance. Follow me here for a moment. When I live a spirit of repentance and I say, God, not my will, but thy will be done. And I say, God, I am committing my life to you once again. I'm submitting to you today everything that I am. I am preparing the way for you to sweep through my life. And when the light of Jesus becomes my word and repentance is on my lips, his presence sweeps through me. And then when I walk mercy and grace, and the goodness of God will follow me because the light of repentance. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I'm not going to preach long today. Just give me a couple more minutes and we're going to get down to praying. There are many of us going back to Matthew chapter number 3 and in light of James chapter number 4. And I say this, and I say this again to John, the Baptist preached repentance to do two things, to prepare for Jesus to come and to warn of the wrath to come. There is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. I want the light of the word of Jesus Christ to be permeating through my life that when he comes, uh, that I want his presence to flow through me. And then when God flows through me, there is the act of goodness and mercy that's following me. But those things cannot happen without repenting unto the Lord Jesus Christ. Repentance starts the process. Repentance starts the way of the Lord. The prayer of repentance starts the process of allowing God's goodness and His mercy, in fact, His glory to shine and work through us. When the Bible teaches us that John the Baptist preached the message that I am preaching, that repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In other words, you, re, you, print, you repent, uh, you ask God to forgive you, then the kingdom of heaven will begin to rush into your life like a rushing mighty wind. Uh, and God will fill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost and 
And the Bible says with other tongues as God gives the ability. And when God does that, there is something of goodness and mercy and grace and love of Jesus that is a fruit of that action of repentance. The Bible says later on in Matthew chapter number 3 that, the, that John the Baptist continued to preach this message. And he warned that generation of vipers who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come. Bring forth therefore fruits meet for repentance. And think not to say within yourselves we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. Verse number 10, Matthew 3. And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. That tells me I need to have fruit meat of repentance in my life because there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. And if I don't have good fruit of repentance in my life and, and I don't have a consecrated life before the Lord and if I don't pray the prayer, not my will, but thy will be done in this vessel, my fruit will be cast into the fire. But verse number 11, I'm glad the chapter doesn't stop at verse number 10. At verse number 11, it rises to a crescendo. It says, I indeed baptize baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that I'm preparing you for that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire, whose fan is in his hand, and he will truly purge his floor and gather his wheat unto the garner. But he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Ladies and gentlemen, I want my fruit of repentance to be smelled like a sweet savor to the Lord Jesus Christ uh, and then has a fan in his hand and he will begin to fan the wind of the Holy Ghost in my life. Uh, he says, I indeed baptize you with the water of repentance. Uh, but there is something that's coming after. I'm just giving you a moment to prepare yourself uh, for what is going to happen. I'm, I'm just preparing you for the power and the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ about to sweep into your life. Uh, you want mercy? Oh, I got a name, man named Jesus uh, that can wash away all your sins. Uh, he can wash away all your shame. Uh, he can wash away all your loneliness. Uh, he can wash away all the heartache and oil of life but there is something greater in his name is Jesus is in this place here today hmm. some of us are living out Psalms 23 right now yea though I walk through the, the valley of the shadow of death let me tell you today, you don't have to fear anything in this world, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You need to point your finger at the enemy and say, you ain't got no hold on me. You can try to put me in a seat of depression. You can probably, you can try to put me in a seat of oppression. You can probably try to put me in a seat of loneliness, but greater is he that is within me than he that is in this world. So you got to put on the light of repentance, not only to prepare the way of the Lord, but to set notice to the devil. 
I said, lay notice to the devil that you have prepared a place in the presence of your enemies, a place for the Lord Jesus Christ to dwell, a place that your cup will run over with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I'm here to tell you today, there is something to gain today through the power of repentance. Not only does it prepare the way of the Lord when you have fruit meat of repentance, but it lets the devil know that he does not own you any longer. It lets the devil know that he has no place. You see, when you put the word of light of repentance in your life, the devil can't go there. Because where the light of the presence of the Lord is, I'm telling you, there is liberty. And when there is liberty, the devil don't want that because he's nothing but chains and bondage. And I'm here to tell you today, if you give your spirit and you give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ today in a spirit of repentance and obedience to the word of God, the chains of addiction, the chains of heartache the chains of pain will fall to your feet and and be quenched by the fire of the Holy Ghost and you will walk out of here free in the name of Jesus Christ I'm about done let's stand from whence come wars and fightings among you even of your lust at war in your members there's a lot of things that at our fingertips in the tips of our mind that we lust after in this world the devil is preparing a table for you in this world a table of pleasure a table of sin you say pastor this is no I don't want any excuses I just, you just need to know that there is power in the name of Jesus. And if you really want deliverance, deliverance is yours. If you really want God to forgive you and you really want to walk a different road, it is for you. If you really want God to bless you and to pull you out of the muck and the mire of this world, let me tell you, God is waiting with open arms. The, the man the prodigal son that ran back to his father. His father was on the, on the porch every day waiting for his son to come home. And when he saw his son in the distance and he saw the stride that looked like his son coming back home, the father got off that porch and ran to meet him. I'm here to tell you today, if you have meat, fruit of repentance, start walking to the Lord. And the Bible says if you abide in him, he will abide in in you and when you seek his face I'm here to tell you he will be found and the Bible says he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire so that you won't have to fall prey to the same chains and the same bondage before and now goodness and mercy will be following you all the days of your life you see, when you're filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost and you come to the Lord with repentance, uh, yeah, there is a testimony of chains. Uh, there is a testimony of bondage that used to be. But over the top of those chains, uh, over the top of those bondage is a name called mercy. There's another thing called goodness uh, because I have been swept clean uh, by the power of the Holy Ghost. But it's got to start with repentance.
So I submit to you today, the ball's in your court. The ball's in your court. You knew it was coming to this. If you've been to church at all, you know that there's going to be a time, at least if you go into any church that has any kind of weight to it, they're going to ask a question, do you want to be saved? Do you want to allow the Lord to truly purge your floor? Do you want God to minister to you and to forgive you and to love you? Because there's a lot of things in this world that wants to love you. And it, want, it wants you to love it back. But I'm here to tell you today, the only thing that's life eternal is Jesus Christ. We have what we call an altar at the front of this place. It's really just a step that elevates me so you can see me better. But we call this an altar. Why is we ask people to come and to pray? Because it is a signifying, like the prodigal stepping out in faith. And said, I know my daddy loves me. And I know that he cares for me. And he wants what's best for me. And I, I know that if I go to him, he will forgive me. And he'll put a robe on my shoulder and he'll put a ring back on my finger. And there'll be a great celebration of me coming home. Let me tell you, let me tell you what happens to heaven when one sinner repents. The Bible says all heaven begins to explode with joy. Uh, you may not see it right now, but all heaven's about to explode here today because there's a group of people that have fruit meat for repentance. And I want the gates of heaven and the windows of heaven to be opened up and let there be a roar from heaven. And it says, oh my words, somebody is repenting and I see fruit for repentance. Lord, you better pay attention right now. Do you see somebody coming to an altar of repentance? And the Lord says, I see it. I'm waiting to raise my banner in the their life. I'm ready to sweep down upon their soul. So I ask you here today, how bad do you want the Lord? How bad do you want to get out of the sin and the bondage that this world has put us in? <laughs> I told you I was going to be a little bit, I'll, I'll, I'll preach a really nice loving message next week. But I feel like this is the greatest loving message I could ever preach. Because it's about salvation for your soul. The word of God is not supposed to really tickle our ears. It's supposed to chasten us. It's supposed to seek after us. It's supposed to move us. It's supposed to challenge me. It's supposed to say, God, I need you today. This altar is open right now for those who want to come and pray. And I want this altar to be filled with people that have a desire to touch the hymn of God. Let me tell you today, you don't need to be ashamed. Because there's going to be a crescendo in heaven when you walk down to this place. And I will not lay judgment to your life, but I will lay liberty and joy and peace at an altar. Come on, let's pray right now. Come on, let's love Jesus right now.
Thank you for listening to today's message. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. If you would like to know more information about our church, please check us out on Facebook at Lifeway Apostolic Church. May God richly bless you.